Are we going to do an intro or should I just launch into the like podcast intro? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You're back. Welcome back. We can get started. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll just get started. We'll just. Oh my gosh. No, wait. Hold on. This is doesn't need to be the intro. I just need to tell you this. When Chris and I were doing the episode last week. And I had to read all the parts you normally read. It was so hard. I was like, this is so unfamiliar. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I've heard it so many times. I had to take, I had to like take like four cuts of me saying the intro because I kept fumbling over it. I'm like, ah, but it's fine. We figured it out. We started it It was so cute though. Honestly, I loved listening to it while I was on my hike. It was like, it made me so happy. Sorry, you're going to have to edit that (laughs) out. Apparently, I (laughs) Do you have COVID through the phone? Did I, I give you not. COVID? <laughs> I swear to God, if you're a meaty virality, <laughs> it's spread through the phone. <laughs> so many people have COVID right now. It's cra- Have you noticed this? Yes, I have noticed. It's um, wild. A lot of it, I think, is because the kids went back to school, in my opinion. I- it's just everywhere. It's everywhere. It's just yeah. everywhere. It's unchecked right now. And people just aren't testing anymore. I yeah. like. I just know it. I know that people just are like, well, if I don't test, then I don't have it. And I don't have to change my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, anytime I, I get everywhere. sick at this point, you might as well check just to know. You know what I mean? But, that, but... but that's what I, I thought. I think it's going so unchecked because people have stopped testing because they don't want to. Because yeah. when you test then you have to isolate and they don't want to. Yeah. But who, I guess for some people, they don't get super sick. And so then you'd be like, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Because I was like, when I had it, I don't even think that I could have gone anywhere if I wanted to. <laughs> oh God, no. no. I was like laying in bed, surrounded by boxes of crackers and empty Gatorade bottles. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was a travesty. It's so <laughs> weird. Like, having no smell my taste is also so muted we were talking Mm. about this because that happened to you too where i can only taste like super salty or super sweet like i can only taste extreme flavors right now i it was one of the worst parts of it and i really was sick to my stomach eating salt for like a month afterwards it's awful wild yeah i'm i'm not like it's not that I hate salt. Like, things don't taste salty to me. It's just that that's the only thing that I can taste. So it's weird because I've been drinking my coffee with sugar because mm. I literally can't taste it unless I put sugar in it. That's kind of crazy. And normally I don't drink coffee with sugar. But coffee yeah. still kind of like a strong flavor, too. So that's still kind it, of, yeah. It tastes like bitter water without sugar. So I've been I mean, having it always to like... tastes like bitter water. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's valid. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, though. I'm a Seattleite giving coffee it's slander, just so but that weird. feels real. That's fine. It's so weird. It's just so weird. Well, Anyways. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back. Glad no, I'm thanks. back. The hike was good. I finished the hike. I'm glad that I finished it before COVID got me. Okay. Well, let's right. let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah. And I'm Maddie. Welcome to Batty Breakdowns, where we hang out, have fun, and play games all the way to the end. Today, we're going to talk about our first impressions of Starfield. So it's going to be a little bit of a mix-up. We're not doing creation or critical reception. That'll come in the next um, episode. But we're just going to be talking about our first impressions and general vibes that we're getting from Starfield. And because I need more time to play it, mm-hmm. I've been on vacation for the past three weeks. So as I'm coming back, I just needed a little bit more time, but I have gotten a chance to get into it a little bit. And Bridget's been playing it, I think, probably a lot more than me <laughs> at this point. And um, 
I think together we'll have some really good stuff that we can start to talk about. And yeah. So with that, let's explore the stars. That's cute. I like that one. That's a sweet one. Yeah, let's explore. And then (laughs) as a little pre-warning from the intro, you probably probably already guessed, but I did get COVID on vacation. Name a more iconic duo. Um (laughs) and so I have a little bit of <laughs> sore throat and maybe COVID brain. Actually, a lot of COVID brain. <laughs> I feel like I have a single brain cell. So, um, just you've as been a heads formulating up. sentences really well so far. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really foggy up here. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Do we still want to start off with a bit of a description on what Starfield is? Ooh, Do people yeah. not know what Starfield is? Go for it. I I feel like if people... Do you have it pulled up? Because I can pull it up. Um, I have at least a thing pulled up. So yes. Okay. My answer to that is yes. Great. So Starfield is an action role-playing game developed by Bethesda Game Studios. It was... Oh, wait. No. This is bad. <laughs> I'm like, what a terrible description that I'm about to read. Uh-oh. I'm just going to tell you guys what it is. Bethesda made a new action RPG, and the action RPG is not Skyrim, but it's kind of like Skyrim in space. No Man's Skyrim. That's my description for what Starfield is. Interesting. Okay, so on Steam, Starfield is the first new universe in 25 years from Bethesda, the award-winning creators of Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, and Fallout. That's, that's literally description. the description y'all are fucking full of yourselves honestly that's kind like, of amazing because not the thing even I was, the thing i was reading was just talking about bethesda making the game and i'm like that's a silly description it must be wrong but no that's just what the description is they're okay. not even bothering to describe this game they're just like play this game because you liked other games that we made I mean, and to be totally like fair, Bethesda RPGs are a genre by themselves. And no, they're this, not. Yes. No. It's, it's, have you played the other ones? Because we've talked about this and I know the answer. I've played Skyrim. Not a lot, right? Not, I mean, I, I in college, <laughs> there was a period of time. I think I put 60 hours into Skyrim. Okay, and I was like, oh, no. That's better than I remembered. That's this better. Is gonna, this is going to get me. So I put it down. <laughs> It's like, it's like Sims. You know what I mean? Where you're like, uh oh, like this is too like sucking in. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I just I'm wanted to lose... hear you figure out how to I'm... describe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lose my life to this game. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was good. You don't think? But that I just Bethesda don't think RPGs it's a genre. I don't genre? think it's a genre. No. Okay. I feel like they have such distinct mechanics and style at this point that if somebody said what Okay, what's the name one or two? Um they uh, well I mean if we take (laughs) God, this is harder than I thought, but I know, I know the answer. I know the answer. I'm sorry, I'm grilling you right now. You know it when you see it. Like you have That's um, such a cop out. It's I'm like wanting to go through all the weird nuanced pieces of how Bethesda RPGs work. And so, you know what? I will. So generally, you're going to have some form of character creation at the beginning that is a little bit more than just um, like pick a class. Like it's not just. Sorry, I'm feeling sassy, but like a lot of games have that. (laughs) No, but you pick all the individual stats. I do know other games have it, but you pick individual stats. Okay. And the individual stats that you pick are actually pretty impactful for pretty much the entire game, usually. Okay. And so that's like the first little piece. The second one, I would say, is the way that they use their like looting and inventory systems have been pretty similar across all the different ones. So there is like 90% junk about everywhere, and you can always pick up all of this stupid junk and everything is based on the weight that you carry. 
And half the time when you're looting, you just keep running into more and more junk. And theoretically, sometimes you find some things that are useful, but most of the time it's just garbage. And then when you do find useful things, it's all very heavy. So like that is all really consistent. And then the dialogue, I think, has become pretty standard across most RPGs now, but they do have pretty rich dialogue systems um, with a lot of different options and characters that are kind of goofy like they put goofy scenarios in places i think okay so that would be my i i feel like when you play it starfield to me just feels like another bethesda rpg like it just it didn't feel different to me okay okay i will keep my eye out for those things but i just personally don't feel like anything that you said i haven't seen in other games but it, it just feels different like okay what other games would okay. you say compare to Bethesda RPGs? I don't know. What you were saying kind of reminded me of, like, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the big game of last year. That that was really hard. The Dark Souls one. Elden Ring. Oh, no, it's not like Elden Ring. Well, but, but you said things that sound like Elden Ring. Like the class stuff and the characters are kind of goofy. And in Elden Ring, the... okay, I didn't play Elden Ring, but I thought in Elden Ring you did actually pick a class at the beginning. You didn't pick all of your individual stat ranks in each of the different pieces. No, you don't pick the individual, but still. And then like Cyberpunk, you pick individual stuff. And that I feel has like I haven't played Cyberpunk either, mostly because I heard that was a shit show. So I will. I don't know. On I just I I hear what you're saying. I'm not going to disagree with you because I don't know what I'm talking about as much, but. Do you play 60 hours of Skyrim? I think you know what you're talking about. No, but I mean, like, as far as, like, from it being a genre perspective, you know? I f- yeah, I think that's fair. I think I, um, after playing Fallouts and playing the Elder Scrolls series and this one, I just feel like there are little things that stand out that make it feel like Bethesda. Mm-hmm. But this I game did have some differences for what it's worth. Um, well, do we want to just dig into our first impressions? Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling, okay. Maddie? How am I feeling? Yeah. What uh, are your well, first impressions? <laughs> so, um, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be the disappointment. I don't know. I'm trying not to be too like down on it. Because I also have COVID brain. I literally feel like, like I said, I feel like I have one brain cell and this game was kind of too much for me, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And my first impressions, the first thing, like jumping into it, I was like, mining is a really interesting way to start like a set in space game. Like you're underground. I was like, meh. Interesting, good or bad because the meh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't thrilled with like... I thought, like, I was really excited about the vibes of this game, and I also stayed away from stuff about it because I wanted to be fresh going into it. Mm. And I I will say that I did really like the vibes of, like, the menu and everything. Like, I was was very excited about it. Yeah. But then it kind of just jumps you into this, like, interesting mining scenario right off the bat that's, like, underground, not really, like capturing my attention and then you get this like cool little spacey thing because you touch a rock (laughs) and that was cool um and then i thought like that is really funny (laughs) (laughs) it reminded me of like the interstellar black hole Mm, that's fair yeah thing and i love interstellar so I, i was into that a little bit but it wasn't just I don't know. It wasn't sucking me in like I wanted it to. And then it jumps you into character creation after that, which we'll talk about. But yeah, just kind of right off the bat, like I guess I wanted it to grab me from a story perspective more than it did. Yeah. And that's like the first part of my first impression. For what it's worth, I think you will be, I don't know, I don't know if pleasantly surprised is the word that I would use. I only played the first time I picked up Starfield for two hours, and then I put it down, because I was bored. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I had almost the exact same notes from that intro scene. Um, When I thought about some of the other intros that they've had 
and like the Skyrim one stands out I think the most where you're on that wagon and then that giant dragon attacks and it's like chaos and everything and you're like oh my god I've been thrust into this world and all like you almost immediately understand the world that you're in and what you're going to be doing and the plot of the thing right like that scene is a really good job and then we have like we just played Diablo and uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to try out Baldur's Gate yet, but you should. That intro is really, oh, really I'm good. Oh, su- I know I'm going to love it. After listening to y'all's thing, I was like, oh, my God, like horny Yeah, RPG. no, it's great. I'm so into it. <laughs> yeah. And so we've had all of these like big, beautiful opening scenes that I think yeah. make a huge like cinematic impact. And this one is kind of a letdown. I was kind of bored. I'm like, I'm wandering around a mining thing, I guess. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. And I was happy that we did a little bit of a trippy space you know dream thing when you touch the artifact but i was still like it wasn't a wow as much as the other ones have been it's kind of meh i'd agree mm-hmm. meh. yeah okay. i feel like they could have done more with that yeah very first scene it just it just and i'm and i'm worried i'm like i wonder how many people are now just never gonna pick it back up because mm, yeah. i like almost didn't want to I don't know if I would have because it's on Game Pass, so it's effectively free for me. Yeah. We didn't have this podcast. Like, I don't think I would have continued past character creation. Genuinely don't think I would have. That, I don't feel like I was that strongly decided yet, but I've also been excited about this since I saw it at E3. You know, like yeah. I saw their Starfield, their first Starfield trailer or whatever at E3 when I went on the last E3, may it rest in peace. And I've been excited since then. So I was like, no, I'm going to keep pushing. Um, but I didn't actually play all that long the first day because I was kind of you underwhelmed. Were like, yeah. Yeah. I was underwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to jump into character creation? Yeah. And talk about our characters that we created? I want to yes. hear about yours. Tell me. So um, the character creation is kind of interesting because, mm-hmm. um, well, one, Bethesda is still really terrible at hair. They really just need to get better at hair. <laughs> The one curly hairstyle is, like, short and ugly. I was yeah, like, what? Yeah, all their hair is bad. Their hair is so bad. It's it cannot depressing. be that hard. <laughs> Apparently it is. No, actually, after seeing some of the other games we've played, um, it shouldn't be that hard. But I was a little underwhelmed with the hair options that I had. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I thought that the the models that the characters are pretty good. So like there is a pretty good. Yeah, they were, they were really like hyper realistic. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was better than what I anticipated. And the thing that I actually enjoyed the most about it were the like background, like origin stuff that you could pick because there were so many weird, stupid things in there. And I picked all of the weird, stupid ones. So, like, of course, I picked that I have an adoring fan, which I've already run into in-game. Nice. But I thought it would be really, really fun to have him be bopping around. Uh, And then I picked to have my parents exist in-world, because I was like, that's so cute. Yeah, and I've already ran into my parents. They're just like parents that you would anticipate. They're like doting little parents. They're so excited that I've joined this like space crew. I don't know. That's so cute. Oh my gosh. It's super cute. And then I picked having a dream house because I just wanted to see what it looked like. Um, Oh my gosh. And so I have like a whole little house on a planet that's like super um, big and very fancy. It doesn't have any furniture in it, which is fine, I guess. But I picked the the background stuff that I thought would add to the game and make it a little bit silly and fun. And I've really, really enjoyed that so far. That's that's really cool. And what was your like thing that you picked, like your job or background or whatever? Um, so on this one, I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to need and not need. And I can't remember Mm -hmm. the name of the one that I picked. I'll need to go look it up again because it was a while ago. Um, but I picked the ones that gave me the, the basic survival skills. So being able to like run more, having more oxygen, being able to, yeah, like I, I picked basic stuff like that. What I didn't pick, which I, it took everything that I could to not pick it were the ones that were like the criminals um with all the stealth stuff because I almost every time play with stealth and I wanted to try and mix it up a little bit this time um and oh I was the explorer I think oh cool 
Nice. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the one that I picked. Um, but I was in between that and I think it was the gangster, maybe the gangster sounded kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I actually considered um, the cyberneticist, I think was the other one that I considered. But all of them, I wasn't really entirely sure what I wanted to pick because I knew so little about what would actually matter in this game totally. that it made it kind yeah. of hard. To it pick. did make it hard and I didn't want to look anything up. Yeah, I did not look anything up. I was in up. the same spot as you. Yeah. Yeah. I Your little looked... traits that you picked are so cute though. I know. I uh, I think the background stuff that you get ends up being less important in this one than in other games that I've seen because it's just unlocks like the first level on a skill tree that's like pretty straightforward to unlock again later. Got so it. Okay, all that okay, stuff okay. hasn't really mattered too much except for the ones that you like immediately get. I don't know. Yeah. Less important this time than anticipated. Yeah. But the the traits that you picked were really cute. Yeah. I I did, did Cyber pick? Runner, um, which is like thief background. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like tech. It's like thief and tech. Yeah. Uh and I, I was the same as you where I'm like, I don't really know. And so I just kind of picked one. But I was also very tempted by the file not found. <laughs> Did you read that one? I read it, but I didn't know what it would do, and so I didn't pick it. It essentially just means, it, it seems like it meant that your backstory was, like, mysterious, and you would uncover Ooh. it as you played the game. Oh, that would and be so I was cool. very, I was very tempted about that one, but then I was like, uh, I don't, like, for my first playthrough, like, I don't know if I want to do that in case, like, this ends up mattering. Yeah. So I didn't do that. And then for the traits, I picked the alien DNA um, which has like the oxygen, like some yeah. stat boosts, the neon street rat. So I don't know when that's going to come into play, but I'm excited for that. I haven't gotten I to whatever that is yet. I and haven't then... either, but I watched Chris do it already because he's played way more than me. But yeah, DK's sunk like 80 hours into it already. It's crazy. Yeah. I was like, How do you play games for this long? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm the one with the video game podcast. <laughs> games for that long i do that i mean i haven't I just, played this one for that long yet i get like my eyes get physically tired <laughs> i guess the 80 hours over a period of time i think needs to be clarified 80 hours That's over true. a but week like eight hours a day like eight hours a day is like a lot for um, me you know that when we normally play this podcast, you'll be like, Bridget, I'm 50% of the way through. And I'll be like, I haven't yes, I know. yet. <laughs> and then the next day I'll be like, I'm done. And you're like, what the I fuck? Know. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, you're like, your uh, dredge one really just blew me out of the water. I was like, what the fuck? Amazing. Incredible. And then the last one I picked was Empath. So... Um, and that's where you get like boosts if you do thing like if you do something that your crew likes like you get like an extra boost or something i don't know so i just randomly picked some stuff i was trying to go for like a techie street rat background we'll see that's cute i don't know i didn't pick any of the traits that i felt like would like, I didn't pick any of the really impactful traits that would change the way that gameplay was because I wasn't sure if there would end up being, like, a downside that it turns mm-hmm. out I was upset about. And so that's why I ended up picking all of the I like what like, you picked. weird ones because I was like, no, I thought I like it would it. add. And, mm-hmm. yeah. I think my that's favorite one cute. so far has been the kid stuff one with the parents. Like, it's Yeah, that's so really adorable. cute. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah, it's super cute. The adoring fan is kind of annoying, <laughs> but it's also kind of nice because you'll just be like sitting there, and you'll dock at a place, and the adoring fan will be like, "Like you're definitely going onto like a hostel. You're like on on boarding a hostel ship," and he'll be like, "I'm sure they'll be so excited to see you. Who wouldn't be?" <laughs> like, thank you. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing, incredible. So why don't we do like a little recap of the intro and like the story? Do you want to do that? Sure. Yeah. So uh, the kind of TLDR of the story of Starfield 
is after you are a part of this mining crew and find this strange artifact that makes you go all psychedelic weird for a second, you have to hand this off to this mysterious person. Like the mining people, this is a job that they took on, right? And so Mm -hmm. you have found this piece. You were completely knocked out. You lost all of your memories pretty much for a short period of time. And then you wake back up and have to go meet this guy to do this handoff. But when you do go meet the guy to do the handoff, you're still on the same planet. You're still chilling Mm -hmm. around the mining people. You are attacked by question mark, question mark, question mark. And you need to fend them off and also get this artifact, you know, to a safe, safe place where it's supposed to be. And it turns out that as you flee, you are still being followed. So the person who wanted the artifact, he decides to stay behind and make amends for the fact that like a ton of the mining crew got destroyed by these people. (laughs) Murdered. Yeah. I I was so confused about how that was like the solution to that problem. Like it didn't make sense. <laughs> it made no sense. It's like, yeah, you're gonna stay here and make amends. And I'm like, by doing what? Like cleaning up the dead bodies? <laughs> Very confused. Who knows? But anyway, you end up with a ship by yourself with like yeah, a robot. You dude. immediately become a captain. Yeah, immediately on the ship that for some reason this other guy was just like, Yeah, take my ship. It was very Yeah, confusing. he's like, You can have it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, like I'll stay over here and clean up bodies to like make amends. Like nobody would do that. <laughs> but you get a ship and you get this robot sidekick and you head out into space. And here's the uh, first place where, like, I made it through to New Atlantis for my first playthrough, but the first time you run into space, you get, like, into another battle a little bit, and you end up having to go attack them. We'll talk about that in a second. But I want to talk about my first impressions of space, which was, I was a little disappointed. Mm. Because as someone who has sunk in probably around 70 or 80 hours into No Man's Sky, maybe longer, ooh, I was a little, like, I knew that there were going to be limitations because you can't really make a game like No Man's Sky and then have all of the RPG elements on top of it. Like, you just mm-hmm. really can't do that. And I had heard beforehand about not being able to like land in planets and having like Mm -hmm. those invisible barriers, which so far I haven't run into. It's been fine. But when I got into space, it felt a lot less like, wow, than it did when I was in space with no man's sky, because this is my hypothesis. I don't think that they did the right, like camera parallax movement when you're in space. Interesting. Like the stars don't move very much, which you wouldn't expect. They're so far away, but the planets don't really move. Like it feels like I'm just sitting there flying in a simulator, but nothing. Yeah, exactly. Nothing's moving around me. Absolutely nothing. Yes. Yes. I felt the exact same way. And I even thought it was like, I thought I was doing something wrong. And I called to DK. I was like, hey, I feel like I'm not moving. Like, how do I move in this game? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's just really slow. Like, you have to just fast travel. And then he was showing me, like, the fast travel stuff. But I felt the same way. And at the end of the day, what I ended up trying to do is after you get out into space and then get attacked, the robot dude is like, hey, we're going to have to kill all these people if we're going to continue on. And he gives you a little marker to a planet that's nearby to go attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to fly to the planet because I can see it. It's right there. So I aimed my little ship towards it and I'm just bebopping my way over there. I probably did that for about 15 minutes before I realized that you just can't do that. Like you just don't keep getting closer. Like at some point it just stops you. So the space that you're flying around in is really only the immediate space that's like around the planet. Yep. And I was pretty miffed about that just because, I mean, I get mm-hmm. that I don't want to do that every time. Like, I am not going to sit there and fly 30 minutes to the next planet. But I thought at least I'd keep getting closer and eventually give up and fast travel. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I felt the same way. I also, while we're talking about the flying, I thought the ship flying tutorial was so bad. 
oh yes oh it was so bad it was so bad it was so bad and I know that I like my brain's not at 100% but I was like am I fucking stupid because what is this they're like oh yeah just just adjust your your power up your stuff and like with what what do you mean I don't even there's like so much stuff around there's a lot of stuff there's like a lot of stuff to pay attention to and they're like yeah just power it up and it's like power up what like power what up like what button it didn't highlight anything when it was talking about it at all like you completely have to just like push buttons and see what happens yeah and that was quite frustrating to me I was like this and then once you kind of understand it because you're pushing buttons and seeing like what happens it's not bad but it's just like why was the tutorial that trash yeah there was no reason for it to be so bad and their uis i think in this game so far have been really slick like really pretty but very hard to read yes (laughs) like very hard to read i'm like i don't know what i'm looking at there's i'm still pretty early in the game and chris has played a lot more than me and there was a time literally today where i pulled up a menu and i'm like chris can you explain me what these symbols mean over here because i just don't know (laughs) Well, it's just, it's hard to and it's 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 frustrating when a game does that because it's like I know that you have playtesters resources. They know. Yeah. I I know that it's not I don't know. It just feels like such an easy thing to fix to like put a fucking highlight over something when you're talking about it for yeah. the first time. Yeah. I don't know. I no, I agree with you and it took me a really long time to figure out um how to or that when you like speed up because I know that it's because I'm flying a ship in space okay I get it but like I thought I needed to aim in a certain direction and so I kept messing up with like moving the speed around as I was just attempting to point myself in the correct orientation because it's the same stick that you usually do for orientation is also speed which didn't really click with me immediately you know yeah so it it was like it's good and to your point, and I wrote this, like, everything looks oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Everything looks so good. But then it's like, but then you're not matching it with it's not intuitive gameplay and yeah. intuitiveness that you would expect to go along with it. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so continuing on, I guess, in the story, you yep. go to a different planet you continue to shoot these people that are after you. And it turns out yep. that they're literally only after you because of the ship that you are now in that that other dude gave you. Because it thinks you have loot. Yeah, it thinks yeah. you have loot. I managed to persuade the people to just Me be too. like... I intimidated them. Oh, you intimidated them? No, I was just yeah. like, please, no, I have nothing in my ship. I'm new. I'm but a poor miner. I said, you know who you're messing with? And they were I like... Who are you? And I was like, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to play into my street rat. Yeah, I like that. That's good. <laughs> I was just a poor miner with a family. <laughs> no, it's just, it's Please. just the measly <laughs> resources. Please. I've done nothing so far. I've only pilfered for some cups and some trash. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. But I did manage to persuade them and then get out of there. It was, um, for me, I think a thing that didn't need to exist. Like, I wish I wouldn't have had to do that before I went to New Atlantis. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I think, like, it didn't add anything to the story. Yeah. It, it was, didn't it was add actually, anything. it felt more like a tutorial for It was combat. a tutorial. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree with you. It was a tutorial for, like, how to do stuff. And I get wanting to do that. But I don't remember their other games having it so, I don't want to say forced, because maybe I could have done something else and ignored it. But... It felt way more on rails, I feel like, than the other games that they've done. Oh, it was totally forced. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you had any other options. Okay. I didn't try, but... I didn't I either, felt... but I don't see how it would have. Because at that point, like, you had to go to that planet. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Yeah. But I was, it was a little like, they're not going to stop that. shooting you mm-hmm. unless you go to that planet. Yeah. I was, however, after you kill all of them and make your way to New Atlantis, pretty impressed by New Atlantis, which I thought was very cool. 
New Atlantis was very cool. Tell us about New Atlantis, Maddie. Yeah, so New Atlantis is the first city planet situation that you go to, and that's where you're delivering this rock, this, like, cool rock that you found. I guess they're calling it an artifact. (laughs) No, Um, (laughs) he's calling it a rock, Maddie. (laughs) It's a cool rock. It doesn't even look like a rock. It looks like a piece of, like, a, a ship. It looks like metal. I don't know when you had it was in the rock. It was. It looked in the like rock. a rock. That's. It doesn't look like. <laughs> it looks like a rock. It looks like a like a special rock. Anyways, <laughs> so you're delivering this artifact to people that the character Barrett, who you left to make amends, <laughs> which like cracks me up. up. The bodies. Stupid. So you are delivering it to his organization, constellation, or something. Right on new atlantis and you land at new atlantis and it does feel like a very full rich city which i really liked yeah i think that it's what i want from a game that tells me i'm gonna go to a big city like you know what i mean like you hear conversations that people are having it is like actually busy it's actually like full of npcs not just you know, one or two here or there and, like, repeating dialogue, you know. It it actually felt, like, alive, which was really cool. And then I did appreciate the public transit um, and just the design of it. It just – it felt it felt good. It felt unique. Mm -hmm. I really liked the – and they have this in other games, too, and other games have done this. But I do really love when you can eavesdrop on conversations and get quests that just pop up from them yeah it makes it feel really engaging to me and it makes me want to explore more because i want to sit there and eavesdrop on this conversation to see and i want to talk to them once the conversation ends to see if i can get something out of it you know yeah and i ended up meeting this uh janitor at the train station and had to go get her a cup of coffee because she's super tired (laughs) and i was like yeah oh that's so nice Oh, I didn't read. I I didn't get that one. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's, to, like, it, it did feel very lively. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, lively. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And so then once you go to the constellation like office or whatever, mm-hmm. it's essentially a conversation with them, and then you join the organization, right? Yep. And then the whole goal is, um, you're trying to find the other artifacts, essentially, yep. and that's kind of kicking off the story of mm-hmm. Starfield. Yeah. And that's where I left off. Yeah. I've done a little bit past that. I haven't played as much as I anticipated playing because, and maybe this is kind of similar to how you were feeling, but I was just in a different headspace. Like I've been pretty stressed lately, just in general with lots of stuff to do. And Starfield so far has felt like a game that I really have to engage with. And I have to be proactive about, like, I have to go explore and figure out what I want to do and where I want to go and what, you know, and I need to engage when there is dialogue and I need to listen. And I, it felt like a lot of brain power that needs Mm -hmm. to be put towards engaging with the game, which, which isn't a bad thing. It's just sometimes your brain isn't up to it, you know? Yeah. And I was just really tired and stressed this last week. And every single time I picked it up, I was like, this is more than what I can do right now. And so I think I probably also, only friend, played. I'm sorry that you're getting oh. tired and stressed. No, it's okay. I think I've been um I've been eating a little bit less trying to make sure I can fit in my wedding dress. And so I've been cranky and then um doing all of we've been doing chimney estimates for a house for literally like decades and so I just every single time I sat down in front of this tv I was like I just don't have the energy and effort so I have been playing games all week I just haven't been playing this game because it's just a lot to engage with it and so I think I've only put in probably 13 or 14 hours which is way less than what I anticipated to have played by now because it's already been a couple weeks I think yeah yeah Um, uh yeah yeah. it came out 10 days ago yeah, 10 days. And yeah. so, I, you know, and I guess 13, 14 hours in 10 days isn't, like, super, super small. No, no, no. But I think the way that I normally play, as alluded to earlier, is I tend to kind of obsess for a very short period of time over a game. Yeah. 
And I don't normally play a lot of games over maybe like 80 hours. Usually about that point, I hit my limit. But I will hit that 80 hours in a very short period of time. And then I will never play it again. Um, Unless it's Stardew Valley. In which case, I'll hit my like 300th hour and keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for this one in particular, I'm going to play it more, especially as we want to get more into the nuances of the game and and dig in more past the actual like main storyline and all that stuff. But I, it's been a lot to engage with, I think, for me this week. You know? Yep. It'll look up for us. Yeah. But what I we'll... will say is Chris has been really, really enjoying it. So I think I just need to get into DK it DK has more. been too. DK has yeah. been too. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, will look forward to our next episode and we can dive into some of the reviews and feedback that other people have given as well, because I've seen interesting things floating around already just from chilling in the subreddit. Um, So I don't know. It'll be good. I think it's really interesting. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it, but I I have also been already, because after I played it, I was like, oh, what do other people think about this? Like, am I crazy Mm -hmm. that I'm like not loving it and I wanted to? Mm-hmm. Um, and that seems to be a shared sentiment of not that the game is bad. It's not bad by any means. I think it was just slow expectations versus reality. And then yeah. I think coming off of something like Baldur's Gate, which <laughs> ah, felt yes. like <laughs> super kind of it, it was like the opposite thing happened where not that people weren't excited for Baldur's Gate but it didn't have the hype around it like Starfield has and then the fact that it's just blown everyone away and how it's so rich and like so characterful I think that this just feels a little soulless in comparison No, entirely. And that's actually one of the things I have. I've been actually putting it in my group chat at work, like all the last couple of weeks, where I was like, Baldur's Gate blew me away. I had played a little bit of it at PAX previously, but I didn't play any of the early access. And I was just absolutely blown away by how amazing it was. And I have found myself this last week wanting to play Baldur's Gate instead of continuing to pick up and play Starfield, which has been internally very stressful to me because I am the world's biggest Bethesda fangirl. So to have him come out so close together, I think actually did really hurt Starfield for me because I have like the thing that I get out of those are being able to do whatever you want, being able to explore, being able to like do these fun side quests. And I get all of that from Baldur's Gate and the writing so far has been better. So I, it, it's, it's been really conflicty <laughs> for me and I entirely blame Baldur's Gate for being so good. Um, but I will also say that I actually think that Starfield met the expectations that I had so far. Like it plays like what I anticipated. It was a little oh, slower good. at the beginning. Um, good. And good. It, but it meets my expectations for what I had wanted out of the game for the most part. I just think, like you were saying, Baldur's Gate just blew me out of the water. And it's a little bit of like I had huge expectations for this game in general. And I think they would have been met if I hadn't had played Baldur's Gate, which is a little sad, but yeah i mean it's not a bad thing to have a game like Baldur's gate come i mean right like it's it's only good things it's just like well that's just how it is it's just how it is yeah you're totally right i'm hoping that as i get deeper and deeper into starfield that it opens up a little bit for me more and i know better how to like engage with it and it becomes easier less uh effort i think as we get into it but we'll find out i did hear for some people that for them that was at like hour 40 so i've got i've got some time to go (laughs) yeah i mean i yeah yeah maybe by the time we get to our episode next week i'll have hit around then and we can talk about how like how deep the game goes we'll see yeah for what it's worth with absolutely no spoilers uh, because I haven't played it myself. Your neon street rat trait, I think, will be fun. A fun one. Oh, yay. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I, I'm excited to keep playing it when my brain recovers a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah. Do we want to do a little on topic about the other games that we're playing right now? Because you said you were playing some other games. I am playing other games. Okay. Well, on topic. On topic. Um, My other games are not that exciting. I have been playing to try and finish Cult of the Lamb. That's what I've been doing. Oh. Why? I... Well, so when I first played Cult of the Lamb, I really enjoyed it, but I only ever beat two of the four main bosses that you're supposed to beat, and then I had put it down for a really long time for reasons I can't remember, and then I, for some reason, I think it was because they had a new update kind of recently, I reinstalled it and started playing it again, and I have now, like, I started from scratch because I couldn't remember at all what I was doing in the game. But I have now beat three of the four bosses. I'm hoping to make it to the fourth one. Nice. We'll see how it goes. But I've been playing a lot of that. I've been playing some Sims again. That's right. I also reinstalled The Sims, um, which is a little ridiculous. Although I never make it very far. I always do character creation and then I build my house and then I start over. I mean, Um, that's kind of the most fun parts of Sims, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, But that's mostly what I've been doing lately. Um, And I've played a couple of indie games. Like, I played the Big Con, which was really, really good. And I actually met the the people who make Big Con at PAX, um, which for folks who don't know... Oh, did you go to PAX? Yeah, yeah. I went to PAX this year. It's a Yeah. When was that? Um, it was while you were gone. It was uh, Labor Day weekend. Oh, just yeah. for fun? Um, Chris and his brother go every year, and I tag along with him. But How fun. No, it's really Cute. cool. Yeah, and if people haven't actually been, PAX is held in Seattle every year, and it's this big like video game and tabletop game convention. And so cool. there's like a whole... Have you? Been I mean, I know what many? PAX is, but I mean, okay, like, yeah. it's cool that you went. Yeah, it was really fun this year. I it was starting to get like the uh, what what's the word like the attendance back up from COVID because last year I went and it was a little low lower key than it was this year. This year it seemed okay. to be ramping up again, which is nice. And uh, I actually met the people who made the big con and I went up to them and I was like, I just want to tell you that I really liked your game and I finished it. And I really enjoyed it. And it was really cool. And they're like, cute. Oh, thank you. It was so cute. It's just, you know, you don't get to meet the devs very often. So it was, yeah. it was fun to actually see them and say hi. And hustle the big your con way across nineties America as a runaway teen con artist. That yeah. sounds so cute. Yeah. The art style was really fun too. I really enjoyed it. And the big con you can finish like in a night and not even a binge night. It was like three or four hours. Like it was really fast. Oh, oh, I love short games. Yeah, you should play that while you're trying to rebrain. It was really cute. I liked it. Yeah, cute. What are you playing, Maddie? Or are you playing nothing? I no, <laughs> I'm like playing. Sleeping. <laughs> no, like I said, I've been playing Fortnite. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so that is my like biggest brain empty like game to play. Um. I've just been listening to podcasts and playing Fortnite primarily, but when I'm bored with Fortnite, I will play, um, I just picked up Monster Train. Have you, it's on Game Pass. I have heard of it. I feel like people at work have talked about that one before, but I don't know what it is. So I'm a big Slay the Spire fan, but I have beat it with mm-hmm. all of the characters so i've heard i've been hearing and i've been getting recommended monster train if i liked slay the spire because it's pretty similar it's like a deck yeah. building roguelike situation and it is and i like it <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. so i've also been um because it's like you need like one brain cell for it. You don't need Perfect. a ton. You don't need, it's not like a no brain cells, but it's like a one brain cell. Yeah. And I can still listen to podcasts because I've just been listening to just funny podcasts um, and, you know, playing just get me through the day of <laughs> um, being really sick and not doing anything else. Um, so yeah, I've been really enjoying Monster Train and I would recommend. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to tell me that you were playing Monster Prom. 
No, but I should. I haven't been doing laptop gaming. I've been on mm. my downstairs TV. Gotcha. I've been couching yeah. it. I've been thinking about picking up Monster Prom, if only because I am currently working on my own dating sim. And what I. What dating sim? I, I feel like every time I talk to you, you're working on a different game. This is the same one from the last time I talked oh. to you. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I have written an entire plot outline. And I have Cute. all of my like. Is this the one that Chris is also helping with? Um, Chris isn't really helping with this one um, very much. This is the one that I wrote like a quick draft when I was in Hawaii for my friend's wedding. And I was like super drunk on alcohol slushies. And I was like, this would be the best idea in the history of the world. And then I actually like came back home and decided I was going to figure out how to make it work. Cute. So I have rewritten it like three or four times. And I finally found a plot that I'm like, ooh, this is really good. Oh, cute. Okay. When we're off the podcast, we'll talk about it. Cause I don't, yeah, we can talk about it more. Cause I don't want to spoil it because I actually think I have, no, even saying that is going to spoil it. I think it will be good. The thing that I've been, uh, the reason that I've picked up the Sims again lately is because I've been building the layout of the, the, like video game inside of the sims so that i can get an idea of how i want like the backgrounds to look like without having to do 3d modeling myself and so i've been doing that to get like an idea of like shapes and where i would want to put things and how that would look and like what the right angle would be don't use unity oh no not using unity that has been such a catastrophe how's like i'm i'm so curious to go back to work and see if anyone's talking about it um so i feel like uh, if you guys haven't heard unity is now going to be charging per install for everyone that uses unity and i think your game has to make something like over two hundred thousand dollars i can't remember what the barrier is yeah but that's um, not that much it's not that much and it's absolutely wild i I feel like I have things to say. Maybe we shouldn't say this on the podcast, but there are definite interesting aspects of technically interesting aspects of the thing they are attempting to pitch, like knowing what, how you can track installs like individually, how you can ignore the pirating installs that just seem like pretty impossible problems to solve based on what I've seen. I absolutely have no idea how they're going to do it i am interested to see how it lands and all i know is as a person who i mean likes it's to not landing games, well i will never use unity again like literally never so it's really wild i i'm i yeah. really hope i hope it doesn't work out because it's just such a gameable system too like can you imagine like instead of review bombing install bombing yeah exactly and you could set up like a vms uh, vm yeah exactly and then on like a little schedule make a new vm install the game delete it delete vm make new vm just like over and over yeah. again and you could put them out of business like out of business absolutely yeah and when you look at the pricing and the way that it scales per like size of company it really only fucks over like that exactly sweet spot of like the smaller indie devs so not like the really tiny ones that might not ever actually like ship a thing or hit that well, 200,000 yeah. but like the smaller ones like Cult of the Lamb um, yeah. is one of the like prime like sitting in that area um, that I've seen and they've threatened to take their game off of the store um, as soon as this yeah. stuff rolls out but man, it's like crazy. And people have been talking about it um, being a play for them to force free-to-play games into their ads system. So that's what I've seen a lot of. Ads? So they Unity has their own ads. And of course, they're going to get a cut of it if you use their ads. So they would make money. Like in-game ads? In-game ads for like free-to-play games and things like that. And free-to-play games would be like the number one people who'd be impacted by this because every install doesn't guarantee them money. And and so if you move over to their ads platform, then theoretically I think they subsidize some of the install fees or something like that. I, I might have those facts wrong. But my understanding was if you use their ads platform, a part of that install fee is subsidized 
And so it would be much more affordable for a free-to-play to keep being free-to-play on Unity if they were to use Unity ads and give them money through that avenue instead. Fascinating. Which, to wow. me, does sound interesting as, like, a business model, but also catastrophic. Isn't Genshin Impact on Unity? Because if it is, I uninstall and reinstall that game at least once a month. <laughs> Because I play it and then I don't get a character I want and then I uninstall it and then I reinstall it. And uh, I probably would owe that company like at least 30 bucks by now with how many times I've uninstalled and reinstalled. It's fine. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. yeah Genshin Impact is on Unity. Yeah. It was like, oh, and uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley is on Unity. So they're messing with the freaking mouse, which is crazy. Um. And then there were a couple other bigger games, too. I can't remember. but I just can't see this working out for them. I, I, I don't know. I, I absolutely have no idea how that's going to work. They're just, like, driving people to Unreal Engine. Yeah. That's, or Godot. Like, Godot's, like, the other option. Oh, the is that, like, the open source one? It's the open source one. The real problem with Unreal is that it's not built very well for 2D. Um, and Chris and I got a 2D game working inside of Unreal, but you definitely have to fight against it rather than it working for oh, you. Oh, interesting. And okay, Godot okay. can do the 2D from what I hear pretty well. And it's open source, so you don't have to deal with all the financial shenanigans. Oh, like Gal Godot. That's so funny. <laughs> I Sorry, hope I'm saying I, it's that like right. spelled exactly like her last name. No, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Or Godot. Godot sounds imagine. so much less cool than Godot does. <laughs> so, yeah. I refuse to call it Godot. Sorry. Godot. <laughs> I bet they're having a good day. Yeah. I was wondering if now would be like the opportunity to start building plugins um, for things like Godot because if people migrate over to places like that. Because I just really don't, I don't see how anyone sticks with Unity unless you are some super big corporation that can just eat it because the the percent is so much smaller when you're a really large corporation. Well, the thing is, is just I just don't see how that even for big corporations, it's like, oh, that's a lot. Like per install is a mm -hmm. lot. Well, and like, how are they even going to track installs? Like, please, somebody tell me how they're going to accurately track installs. Because if they actually knew, like when you were pirating a copy then why don't they just not let you play pirated copies? Like, obviously, they don't know when a game is pirated. So, like, obviously, those installs are all going to count. It's just wild. Absolutely wild. Are you yeah, reading that's... facts about it? Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> now reading an article about it. I spent, like, two days reading a ton of stuff about it because... It is so spicy. I love when companies make strategic decisions so that I can sit here and analyze and try to figure out why. Because usually you could make your way down to like the thread of what was the seed of the idea that they were thinking this would be good for. And I really think it's the ads thing. That's what I've decided it is, is the reasoning, is to get the free-to-play people to move over to their ads platform. Everyone is obsessed with ads these days. It's I know. wild. I hate ads. It's, so, it's, like, it's also like everyone has so many ad blockers. They're, uh, whatever. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. I hate ads. God. I hate my existence. God, nobody likes them. Companies are obsessed with them. Uh, I don't get it. Because it makes money. It's all about money. It's money. Anyways. Okay. What is wild to me is that uh, you think about let's reverse time by like 10 years or longer, 13 years. And then you have like Netflix pop up with no ads. And everyone is like, this is the best thing in the history of the world. Of course, I will pay you money to not have ads. And then we've seen things devolve to, like, you're going to get ads anyway, though. Sorry. <laughs> now you have to pay for the no ads tier, which I do for Hulu. I do for Ugh. Hulu. Yeah. But Hulu is better than Netflix. You heard it here, folks. Hulu is my most used one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's better. Although I'm still sad that I don't have Netflix, except for on my phone. <laughs> It's, <laughs> it's been it's been tough without Netflix <laughs> while having COVID. 
You don't get the new Black Mirror, sad. I want to catch up on my K-dramas. Does nobody else have... There's Isn't there, like, Crunchyroll for for that? Or does Crunchyroll no, not Crunchyroll's have K-dramas? No, Crunchyroll's anime. Oh, it's anime. Okay. Yeah, which I did catch up on. Did you anime. watch One Piece? No, but I want to watch the Netflix One Piece. That's a... Yes, I watched Netflix's One Piece. I have not watched the actual One Piece anime or read the manga. The One Piece anime, I believe, is like a thousand episodes. The Chris said that the One Piece has been going on since, what, like the 90s or something <clears throat> crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to watch the live action. Is it good? It is so good. It's so Ugh, good. I know it's good. Ugh. It took me it took me like three episodes to admit in front of Chris that I like this thing that originated as manga. <laughs> he was like he was like, Welcome, Tell me you like Bridget. it. He's Welcome, like, Tell me you like Bridget. It. But Okay, it wait, was... can I recommend an anime for you? I cannot promise you that I'd like it's on it. Hulu. I cannot promise you anything. I can make I know, no but will you watch like an episode? I will consider watching it watching an episode. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Buffy. I've dropped off Buffy. Oh, you have. I've made it to like mid season three of Buffy. It's still pretty good. It's my put it in the on in the background show now. Well, so it's a it's yeah. Well, we save that for another time because we're already at like that's okay. Our short episode is like an hour, but that's okay. Um, we can cut out a lot the, of the off topic. It's fine. the The anime that I will recommend is called Spy Family. It's I've on, heard of that one. I have heard it's of It's on one. Hulu. It is... I like it a lot. You should watch it. I've recently binged... I downloaded it all for the plane, and I really liked it. Um, so I please consider watching it. Have, and it has a dub. It has a dub. I don't really so like dubs as much, usually, unless they are actually good, I guess. No, the dub usually is they good. Have, usually they have worse, like, voice acting. Oh, God. I just disagree. <laughs> I, I will say that that's from the context of watching live action film that is dubbed over, oh, not not oh, cartoons. I never actually oh, watched. Yeah, oh, okay. I have never dubbed seen an anime, anime. Is good. Yes, I've never seen a dubbed anime. I was talking specifically with like dubbed live action, which is normally yes. what I watch. Yeah, and I agree, dub is worse in yes. that case. Yeah, because they just never they never have the right emotion that lines up with a face. It, it, it's too distracting. It doesn't yeah. match. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I I will consider. I hear your it. little dogs. Oh no. Well, good. We can cut off this. Po- Why are? Please they watch. Dancing? Just just watch it. It's so good, Bridget. It's so good. Just watch it. Watch it. <laughs> I hey, guess. Mendel. Oh. Hey, okay. I will watch one episode. <laughs> one. Okay. I will watch one. And it's one. okay if you don't like it. Okay. I if did I'm start. Hulu. I started Succession, and I hated it. <gasps> I will not watch it. <laughs> but I did try. <laughs> but I told you you have to power through. <laughs> did I not tell you you have to power through the first couple episodes because they're such bad people? I totally get it. It's really hard to get over. <laughs> I acknowledge and understand it was awful. <laughs> okay. 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 And there are Fine, so many other good things to watch that I just can't okay. get through. All right. Give me an episode of Spy Family. Tell me what you think. Okay. I will watch one episode of Spy Family. And then in exchange, I will find an episode of Sister Wives for you. <gasps> no. <laughs> I've made a deal with the devil. <laughs> oh, God. You don't have to watch Sister Wives. <laughs> I, if you give me one episode to watch, I will watch the one episode. Oh my gosh. Okay. If well, it's on, if it's one. on HBO Max. It is. Yeah. That's right. I All right. I hope you're excited. I've made the exchange. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you watch the most dramatic episodes that you're like, I have to see what happens before and after. I did watch this um, clip of the guy. I think it must be a recent one where he was like, I feel in my heart that I want the space to hate her. <laughs> it's like the most Christian way I, of saying I hate her fucking guts. I know. <laughs> I, the, the quote of that clip just baffled me. 
I, the quotability of the show is beyond. It's like at some point he <clears throat> starts sh- like yelling about it being like a knife to his kidneys. And he was like, the sacrifices I have made to love you wasted. <laughs> and it's just, I say it all the time now. I'm just like, wasted. Wasted. <laughs> Such God. a hoot. Maybe that's the episode that I'll send you. It'll be very dramatic. Um, okay, you're yeah. right. Our short, our short episode is long, um, but it was nice to catch up. You were gone yeah. for a long time. I missed you, Maddie. I know. I missed you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you liked it, don't forget to subscribe and rate it. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Batty Breakdowns and visit our website, BattyBreakdowns.com, made by Bridget. The podcast art was done by Tanisha Vernicar, and the podcast was edited by me, Maddie Wisnat. Join us next time to hear us two baddies break down Starfield some more. Part two. <laughs> some more. Yay. <laughs> S'more. <laughs> All right. You know, bye, everyone. The actual game starts. <laughs> <laughs>